Welcome to CEO and Founder Magic, the podcast for entrepreneurs with stories to tell about your success. I'm Sheila Clefcorn, professional fractional CMO for B2B companies and host of the podcast. I'm deeply committed to transforming the world through technology, one company at a time. So stick with me until the end of the show and I'll reveal how you can be our next guest with just 15 to 20 minutes of your time. I'm glad you're here. Hi, I'm Sheila Clefcorn, and I am back with the CEO and Founder Magic podcast. I am thrilled today to have Charles Reed, CEO of Get Payroll, found on the web at getpayroll.com. So Charles, tell me at a high level, what does Get Payroll do? Provide payroll and payroll-related services to small and medium-sized businesses around the country. And when you meet, when you say small and medium size, what's what's uh, the usual size of your businesses that you work with? Market basically to the fifty employee and under. We have some larger clients, uh, some we've acquired, some we've homegrown. So uh, you know we can handle uh, basically any size of client. Normally, it's somewhere between two hundred and fifty and five hundred clients take it in house, uh, mm-hmm. just because with that size of payroll. There's always things happening. You now have an HR department and you have an accounting for a department and a controller and an HR manager. And at that point, it kind of makes sense uh, to bring it in-house because you have the expertise. For sure. smaller businesses, uh, they get me. Uh, I'm a CPA and a U.S. tax court practitioner, among other things, and have been in the business for over 30 years. So they get an expert uh, at no additional cost to their payroll. So for small businesses, it makes all the sense in the world. And and tell me a little bit about how you got started with Get, Get Payroll. Well, I've been in the corporate world after military service and after uh, college uh, for about 15 years and realized I was never going to get to the position I wanted to be. I did not have the political skills. <laughs> Uh, I was unwilling to stab people in the back and toss them off the ladder. Uh, my last corporate job was J.C. Penney's, and you've seen where it's gone. So uh, I talked to the wife, and we decided to, decided to start our own business. Uh, that was, uh, we started in 1991. Mm-hmm. So it's been 30 plus years, and uh, we've been very pleased with now, Ruth has passed. She passed seven years ago. Mm, sorry uh, we to hear that. For, thank you. We were married for 45 years. Uh, it was a good marriage. It wasn't perfect. Uh, anybody who says they have a perfect marriage probably lies about other things. So, <laughs> uh, you know. Uh, but it's great but that you did it together and you've built it into yes. quite an amazing company over the years. What have you learned? What could you share with other CEOs and founders who are starting the journey that you did more than 30 years ago? Well, there's a a lot of things. First of all, as an entrepreneur, uh, you wear all the hats. You have all the responsibilities. You want to start taking those off and putting them on other people as quickly as feasible uh, and concentrate on the things that you can do best. First rule of time management is only do what only you can do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a good, great staff and I, I love them. They're, the, the, they're gonna inherit the business. When I'm gone, it's theirs. 
Uh, they build it. Nice. Uh, I didn't do it. I, you know, I didn't do it myself. Uh, there's a lot of politics on that comment, but my my staff is is what's allowed me to grow uh, and prosper and and have a nice living and take care of my wife and my family and so on. Uh, my daughter's not interested in the business, so it's going to the employees. Um, That's they asked me what I'm. I'm 72. They asked me when I'm going to retire. I said. Well, one of these days you're going to come in and find me dead at my desk. I've oh, retired. No. <laughs> but well, you mentioned got- that that really insightful comment though about only do the things that you should do. What what are the things that you believe a CEO should do that is uniquely qualified just for the CEO? Okay, my biggest job now I have I have some technical expertise that I still exercise because I am the CPA and I have the U.S. Tax Court practitioner. I'm the only one that currently can file U.S. Tax Court petitions. So though I've got my operations manager is getting qualified. But my major job as CEO is to make my employee's life easy and efficient to solve Mm -hmm. problems for them. That's my major job. I I can't do all the payrolls. Without them, the, the company would collapse. So when they have problems, my job is to solve those problems. My job is to get them the right equipment, the right software uh, with with their expertise, of course. So that's what a CEO does. I don't do the work. They don't let me do payrolls anymore. (laughs) I mean, we've we've changed software and I would probably screw it up. Uh, So, you know, my clients, certain things I deal with, but the rest of it, I've got staff to deal with because they know what they're doing. They're experts at it. Uh, We spend a lot of money on training. We spend a lot of money on software and hardware and facilities. And my job is to make their life literally easier and more efficient. And if I can do that, they can get more work done, which brings in more revenue, which makes me happy, which makes them happy. Uh, it, it, you know, it's a, it's a virtuous circle. It just keeps building on itself. That's great. Well, over that time, what are a couple of the biggest lessons learned that you could share with other CEOs? Got to know yourself. I thought I could market. So I kept the marketing hat for a number of years. Well, here about six years ago, I finally got so busy uh, that I, I, and and Ruth was gone. And so I looked at things and I said, okay, I need a marketing person. So I hired a marketing manager. And within a couple of weeks, uh, she proved to me that I couldn't market my way out of a paper bag. <laughs> and the company would be a lot bigger and a lot more profitable had I realized my failings uh, 20 years earlier. So you've got to know yourself and know your strengths and weaknesses and shore up those weaknesses with people who have strengths. Mm-hmm. Your job as CEO is not to be the smartest person in the room. It's to hire the smartest person in the room. Mm-hmm. So absolutely that's, that, that's, yeah, that's, if you'll do that as a CEO, you'll be successful. Uh, you cannot let your ego get in the way. I worked for businesses and I've seen businesses destroyed by the owners letting their ego run unchecked. Uh, and I, I've threatened to write a book and I've kind of outlined it uh, and it would be titled Park Your Ego at the Door. Mm-hmm. Because that is the most destructive thing 
uh, in a business is a CEO with an unchecked ego. When you think you're better than everybody else and you treat your staff like they're not only subordinate to you, but less competent and less capable and less intelligent, you're not going to keep good people. You're not going to motivate the people you have. And you're just courting disaster. I had one boss who about once a year would take us all outside and point out the fact that it was his name on the building. Mm. Actually, it was his father's name. He inherited the business. <laughs> and, it, and if we didn't like that, we didn't need to come back inside. And certainly in this really, day and age, with this workforce, nobody's going to put up with that. Yeah, I, I didn't put up with it then. Uh, I, I was there four years and I moved on. And uh, frankly, he self-destructed the business shortly thereafter. Uh, he had upset the sales staff so bad, but they cut a bonus program we'd implemented, which did wonders for the business. He said they're making too much money, so he killed the bonus program. Three months later, the sales manager and the better half of the sales staff went in mass to a direct competitor. Yeah. And three months later, he and three months later he was bankrupt. Yeah. Boom. All because of his ego. Yeah. Well, how about get payroll? What what suggestions would you have for CEOs about how they should be thinking about their payroll? Well, we believe in outsourcing payroll, obviously. Uh, we're experts, we're compliance experts. And there's some reasons for that. In fiscal 19, which was the last year before COVID, uh, the IRS issued $13 billion in employment tax penalties. Uh, the average 40% of small businesses got hit with a penalty. So if you haven't been penalized in the last couple of years, you're due. And if you don't know how to deal with the Internal Revenue Service on these things, you're lost. The analogy I like to use is when I grew up, Pele was the world's best soccer player, wonderful athlete, still alive. But if you put him in a New York Yankees uniform at second base, he'd be totally and completely lost. Not, not knowing the game, not knowing the rules, not knowing the equipment, knowing nothing about it, he'd be lost. So you have a successful entrepreneur, an engineer, a manufacturer, a chef, a lawyer, whatever, who's doing great work, keeping his clients happy, making money, and the IRS screws up and says, you owe us all this money. Pele at second base, or she, and has no idea what to do. We do. So our reason for existence is compliance. We do a great job in putting checks out and making deposits and filling out forms, and getting them all in on time and taking care of all that knit stuff. But where we really shine is when you, as an entrepreneur, as a small business, have a problem with taxing authorities, we solve it. And why would someone choose get payroll over the many other payroll options out there that are outsourced? Well, first of all, we're competitively priced. So on top of that, you get a CPA, you get a US tax court practitioner, you get 30 years of compliance expertise, you get personal service. Uh, I, I did this as a lark one time. I called up ADP and got the switchboard. And I asked for the president, Carlos Rodriguez of ADP. I asked for the president and she said, president of what? And I said, the president of ADP. And she says, oh, uh, uh, I said, Carlos Rodriguez. And she said, oh, uh, he doesn't have a phone. And I said, the president of a multi-billion dollar company does not have a phone. Well, we can't, we, we can't connect to it. 
So he doesn't talk to clients. And she said, well, I, 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 by now I'm laughing so hard, I, I, I have to hang up. If a client of mine calls the office and isn't happy with the uh, response they get from my staff, all they have to do is ask for Charles. And really if I'm personal. in the office, if I'm in the office, I'll take the call. If I'm not, I will call them back when I get notified of it. That's uh, great. And that's Charles, you're really, a, you're really a thought leader in the industry. You've got a book. You, you do a lot of thought leadership in the community. Do you want to talk to our audience a little bit about that? Sure. There was nothing in, in, in the libraries that really explained payroll for small business. And I get questions all the time. So I said, hey, I'll write something. It took two years. <laughs> it's, it's a lot harder than it sounds, believe it me. Mm -hmm. But we wrote the payroll book. A guide for small businesses and startups. Uh, my um, one of my clients, who is a uh, publicist, she's also a payroll client, uh, knew the people at Wiley, so talked to them, and Wiley got interested. So Wiley published it, which made nice. it a much better book than if I'd self-published. Yeah, I self-published several. I've published several others before, but Wiley was was fabulous and made the book much much better than it would have been. Uh, if I'd done it myself, that they're experts at it, I'm not. So uh, it, it really is a, a, I think it's a fabulous book. It's, you know, 30 years of wisdom distilled down to 95,000 words, has lots of information and lots of cautionary tales. Uh, so it's, there's some fun reading and the rest of it, well, you know, it, it's a good cure for insomnia as well. <laughs> Great. So what's the best place to get the book? Book.com is the website. I was amazed that the title was available. And then the website, thepayrollbook.com. If your listeners will go there, use the discount code podcast for your listeners, we will ship them free of charge a copy of the book as long as they last. Great. Well, Charles, it's been a pleasure having you on the podcast. For our listeners, again, it's Charles Reed, CEO of Get Payroll which can be found at getpayroll.com. Uh, any final uh, thoughts for our listeners? Your listeners, for those people who are entrepreneurs, who are trying to start a business, trying to grow a business, I, one of my favorite sayings I stole from Bill Gates, people will overestimate what they can accomplish in a year and underestimate what they can accomplish in a decade. It's a marathon. It's not a sprint. Just keep after it, keep after it, keep after it. You'll be amazed. You know, we've been in business over 30 years, which is amazing to me, frankly. <laughs> it's quite an achievement. And, and still growing. So uh, it's a marathon, guys. Don't, don't, uh, unicorns are, are fables. They don't exist. So don't try to be one. Well, thanks again, Charles. Great to have you on the show. Thank you for listening to CEO and Founder Magic, the podcast for entrepreneurs with stories to tell about your success. If you felt like this podcast interview captured your story, would you share it on social media? It's easy. Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on your social accounts. Be sure to use hashtag CEO Founder Magic and tag anyone you think would be a great guest. 
I love to see your posts and guest suggestions. We're regularly putting out new episodes and content. So to be sure you don't miss any episodes, please subscribe and we'll be excited to have you listen. Your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team. And if you know of other business-to-business company CEOs who have compelling stories and who might like to be on this program as well, please visit keo.bz slash book today. That's keo.bz slash book today. And if you want to know more about our fractional CMO program, just go to our website, do a a search on services for Fractional CMO, or you can follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram at KEO Marketing. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. I'm Sheila Clefcorn, and it's been a pleasure having you on CEO and Founder Magic.